But this is what you have to watch for. The FBI is going to stir up your emotions about a potential terrorist attack from Hamas, possibly to the southern border, but nothing is going to be done about the southern border. What they're going to do is utilize the fear-mongering to get you to be more susceptible to agreeing with this idea of foreign foreign aid support, military support of combating Hamas overseas. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. gentlemen welcome back to the all-american savage show podcast i'm your host john burke a little bare naked ladies for you they're taking it back to the uh, early 2000s i think it was yeah it had to be the early 2000s i keep wanting to say the 90s but was it was it the 90s i don't know it's hard i feel like sometimes it's hard to differentiate between 90s and early 2000s music they were all like real a really close, real really close. really good genre really good era for uh, american music Oh, man, it is a beautiful, beautiful, uh, I want to say 50-something degrees day outside here in Dallas, Texas at the Shell Shock CBD Studio headquarters. We appreciate you tuning in today. Hey, if you're watching us on Rumble, Facebook, Kick, Twitter, hit that like button, hit the retweet button, help us out, help us grow the audience, grow the voice, the magical dulcet tones of John Burke's voice. Oh, my gosh. So how was the candy carnage last night for you? It was good. Was it good? Oh, yeah. So I, uh, took, him, Marina, it took him a while to fall asleep, obviously. Well, yeah, naturally, hopped yeah. Hopped up on candy. Hopped up, yeah. Marina Medvin had talked about, she tweeted last night, I love her. She's freaking hilarious. She talked about, uh, tonight we're enforcing the uh, parent candy tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I think every parent does this. And don't feel guilty about it. It's like, it's your toll to take the little brats out kindergartening. So, I mean, hey, you know, not kindergarten, trick-or-treating. Jesus. I did have a couple parents that came up and uh, took some candy on their own. I'm like, yeah. uh, Did you see that viral clip of the, uh, I posted it on Instagram and I did it on Twitter as well. It's all over the place. It's the- The lone candy bowl that got- rated oh my god they didn't rate it they raped that thing like they i mean they didn't even like write an apology letter after it they just like straight up bombarded that thing but at the end of it you see one of the little kids is standing there just like pouting because he didn't even get his fingers into the jar it's like the adult and i'm sure the adults are taking it for everybody but it was the experience you you know i don't know they look pretty big they look like some hefty hefty heifers out there like just going in there and just you know straight up grab it as much as they could but that poor little kid is sitting there just looking like he's just so sad that he didn't get to get any candy. And meanwhile, those, you know, job of the hut looking monstrosities are just sitting there like fist fucking the hell out of it. And it's like, good grief. It's about the experience. But 
I retweeted with the best caption imaginable. This is the exact reason, folks, why communism does not work. I see that being shared all over Instagram, too. Now, I wasn't the originator of this uh, this post. I mean, I saw it and then reposted it on mine. But I was the first one to say, and proven, and it's true, this is exactly why communism doesn't work. Again, and I saw people talking about, like, well, you don't know what they're going through. Maybe they lost their jobs or dad level. I don't care. Your misfortune does not automatically entitle you to, you know, push other people out of the way simply because you're having a bad day, bad time, bad month, bad year, whatever. It doesn't matter. But see, it's a, it just serves a purpose that this is why communism will always fail. Yeah. Greedy, greedy people. That's what they do. That's, I mean, if you can figure out how you can stop people from being greedy, which apparently is why they say capitalism is so wrong, but communism is just so much better. It's like <laughs> your arguments don't even make sense. But anywho, we didn't have any trick-or-treaters. We, um, really? No, uh, we're out. Like I said, we're way out there now. And, uh, Too far in the country. Thank God. I just don't like having to sit there and get up. And like, no, I don't want to deal with trick-or-treaters. I'd probably get do. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, you little bastards. That's not even costume. You're just dressed up like a cowboy. That's what everybody is. What are you fooling? I see you. Just like throwing like gobstoppers at him and crap. No, if it was me, I'd probably just, I'd buy a lot of cheap candy, put it in a bowl and say, go to town. Go to town and then videotape them and then shame them later for being like yeah, greedy. Taking it. Little bastards. Anyway, I hope everybody else had a wonderful Halloween. Uh, it was a good time for us. Very good time. Uh, we just chilled. What did we do last night? I finished the chicken coop. I finished the small coop going inside the, the chicken run. That was good. Fun time. Um, it's a great day. This weather has just been phenomenally wonderful. And of course, everybody on Twitter is making fun of me because it's just like 50s and I'm like, I'm bundled up. I was like, man, we're in t-shirts oh, up here in Wisconsin. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you know. Your blood thins out down here. It's hotter. Bro, I'm telling you. It's like you, you like people just don't get it. like a 100 degrees. Yeah. They're just like, you're so weak. It's like, yeah, you come, to, you, you come down here during the summer and you melt. You melt. And we go up there in the, in the wintertime and we freeze. Yeah, I mean, come on. Common sense here. Common sense. And, I, you know, I've been stationed in Germany. You do get used to it to a degree after a while. But then once you come back to Texas and you acclimate, uh, there's there's no going back. Like, you're, you're a Texan again. So... Anyway, I mean, I tell people it's just like one snowflake and we all forget how to drive. <laughs> it's the truth. It is the truth. Texans cannot drive in the snow. We can't. It's impossible. Oh, my God. What's going on, Rumble? How are we doing today? We've got Rumble kicking off. We've got a lot of, uh, we've got almost 400 live viewers in Rumble. How it goes? Make sure you hit that follow button. What are we doing on Kick? Let's check out our Kick fam. We've got 80 viewers over on Kick. Um, uh, you watched Downton Abbey. Oh, we did watch more Downton Abbey. That's right. Um, so Sheila is, she's such a candy ass. She is such a candy ass. Like all day she'd been dreading watching a Halloween movie with me. Cause she's like, she doesn't like scary movies at all. Especially like demon ones. Like getting her to watch the conjuring was like a miracle in and of itself. She does not like that kind of stuff, which I, I totally get. I mean, some people are very sensitive to the supernatural stuff. Like I totally get it. Uh, but so, and it was her idea. She's like, we're gonna watch Halloween movies tonight. And I'm like, sure, well, let's do it. Or maybe it was my, I don't know. Either way. It's like, that's kind of what you do. Halloween, Freddy Krueger, all the greats, all the classics. Um, but we we were um, we were high, Delta Eight high, Halo Gummy high. And uh, I, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, would you mind if we just watched Downton Abbey? And she was like, oh, thank God, I'm glad you said. So we watched Downton Abbey. We had hamburgers and watched Downton Abbey. That was our Halloween. Did each other's hair. Did each braided each other's hair. Talked about cute boys. Yeah, absolutely. It was a nice, relaxing evening. Oh, I did a fire. God, I love 
painted your nails. Uh, no, we did that last week. I love, um, don't you have a plumber to go pay off? <laughs> Uh, I want to ask you a question. I was in this Twitter space yesterday. I love, man. I can't tell you how much I absolutely love the Twitter spaces. And don't forget, Rob Nor and I will be on a Twitter space. You gonna do? You gonna do Twitter space with us? You should. Yeah. Uh, what time in the morning? Ten a.m. CST. Okay. We'll be over on Twitter spaces at John Burke thirty nine and Rob Nor is gonna be a co host. But apparently, Ron DeSantis did an appearance on the. Uh, Oh, uh, the guy, Patrick, Pat, David. Oh, Patrick, yeah. yeah. Him. Patrick, Pat, um, David, yeah. Thank you. Valuetainment. Uh, I don't listen to him. There's nothing appealing to him. I, didn't he start out as like one of those freaking uh, alpha bro, stock bro type dudes, like business? And then he started blending uh, Patrick, over. Patrick, Pat, David? Yeah. Or has he no, always, no. He, uh, has he always been politics? He had an insurance company that okay. he ran for a while. And he started Valuetainment uh, a number of years ago. But he mm-hmm. had like high caliber, high caliber uh, people on his uh, platform, like Kobe Bryant, as far as guests he interviewed? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he's more of like an interviewer okay. type of a deal. Okay. Um, but I think he started leaning more into politics in probably 2016. Okay. Yeah. Something I mean, like a lot I, met, of these... I had met him because our kids went to school together. Okay. And then my son went to his son's birthday and he came over and introduced himself to me. And uh, mm-hmm. he, he was he's a super nice guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was not very, well very, received very by a lot of people after that DeSantis interview. Not not just by Team DeSantis though, because in the interview, I, he's I a have, Trump guy. He is a Trump guy. Well, I'm not even going to hold that against him. Fair enough. But you know, the thing that was trending on Twitter is the boots, DeSantis's boots. That's what we're talking about now. His yeah. height and his boots. Uh, yeah, I heard that. Too. Yeah. So I guess Patrick Pat David did an interview with DeSantis. I have not watched the interview, and he was he brought up the boots thing, and it's like. Is this really what we're talking about now? You're interviewing a governor, a presidential candidate, and you're talking about boots? Like, you're kidding me with this. Like, you're kidding me. But people were talking about how Patrick Back David is doing this for the clicks. He needs DeSantis more than DeSantis needs him as far as his platform, yada, yada. But the question boiled down to, should DeSantis have done that podcast? Should yeah. he go on those types of podcasts? Yeah, absolutely. Why do you think that? That's the same reason that Trump went on everybody else's uh Mm-hmm. media platforms in 2015, you know, just to get your message out there, to speak to different people. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. People I, were arguing that. I, you know, and I think, <clears throat> you know, Patrick Bet David likes DeSantis. I mean, he posted a video of DeSantis going into his, uh, I don't know, his suite at a sporting event mm-hmm. and uh, shook his hand and they hung out. So oh, that's good. Maybe he was just trying to clear the air with, I didn't see it. I'll have, to go, I'll have to watch it. But, I, um, I haven't watched it either. Yeah, I don't know. But I've a, heard several different people talking about DeSantis's, I mean, because his boots look like they're like that big. They look like clown shoes. <laughs> I, did, I, know, I, like, know. I, I did see that video of him walking because they zoom in on his boots. Oh, yeah. He's wearing these cowboy boots. And mm-hmm. They're like this long. And then are they like, pointed? They're, I think they are. That's pointed, why they, but yeah, they, they are. They, but it's they kind of go up. Yeah, it's a type of boat. So they, they wow. look like big elf shoes. Like, uh, maybe that's not the best look. You know what I mean? All the DeSantis people are going to hate me now. Okay, look, if it's funny, it's funny. It's, yeah, I mean. But to me, it's just, you know, in the space yesterday, you know, there, I, I talked to a lot of DeSantis people. We bring Trump people in and have talks with them, too. It's, it's a good time, you know. In the spaces that Rob and I hold, we debate Trump people. And it's not like a, we're, it's a very intellectual style space. We're not sitting there, like, yo, well, you're stupid mother. We don't do that. But. In that space, people were talking about how um, DeSantis shouldn't have gone on that podcast because, again, you're you're going out and going up. I don't, and like I said, I don't know anything about this guy. I don't consume his content. But they said that DeSantis' team 
needs to select better people for him to be interviewed by that are actually going to be good faith interviewers, going to talk about things that matter. Because they brought up a point that said a lot of these people are not going to discuss policy. They're going to talk about cosmetics, not policy, because when it comes to policy, they can't refute anything DeSantis has done. So it, 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 it again, begs the question, should DeSantis waste his time? And I shouldn't phrase it that way because I feel like it's very alluding to where I'm going to stand on this. But should DeSantis choose these interviews where they're going to focus primarily on cosmetic things that are irrelevant to his campaign versus boots? That's what we're talking about. Because this the whole boots thing. To me, it's no different than when liberals went after Trump for drinking water with two hands. Yeah. And a president like, it's like, oh, he's so incapable. It's like, you sound like liberals right now. Like, this is what we're, we're focused on, cosmetic bullshit versus policy. Yeah. And, this is, this is this, and this is why we continue to lose elections. This is the exact reason why conservatives are such a joke right now that they endorse this crap and MAGA only magnifies it. Now DeSantis camp is already trying to swing back with diaper uh, Donald Trump because apparently some of his pictures, he looks like he's wearing a diaper. And I'm like, look. Yeah, he needs to drop probably about 50 pounds. He does. He's pretty big, yeah. But to my, my, my point, though, is just kind of like, look, if the boots thing is ridiculous, if it's stupid to you, don't play that game. Don't don't allow the opposite side to dictate the battlefield. All they're doing is baiting you into it. You're taking the bait, and then you're in this this squabble. You're never getting out of this. Yeah. So to me, it's like, you know, here's what you do. And this is what I did. I was like, take a picture in some boots, post it, because Jack Sobasek, a grifter extraordinaire from Turning Point, this guy's a piece of crap. This guy's an idiot. But he goes out there, and he's like, hashtag bootgate. It's a real thing. It's like, you know what? If DeSantis' team, if DeSantis camp really, really wants to take the fight to MAGA, embrace that shit. Hashtag, use the hashtag bootgate and blow it up with your own photos of boots. And I did it, and it started trending for a little while. I was like, oh, that's yeah. cool. Not trending, but it, people were sharing it. And it's like, look, here's the deal. That uh, other one, Ashley St. Clair, how this woman even got a following, I have no idea. But she made a joke like a week or so ago talking about putting on DeSantis' boots and, you know, DeSantis ran with it or DeSantis team or camp ran with it. And it was just it's become a topic of conversation now. And it's like we've got a war brewing in the Middle East. I know we've got binomics destroying us and we're arguing about fucking boots. Now, I, I know and I, I talked to DeSantis people and I liked them. I talked to some MAGA people. I, now, when I say MAGA. I think there's a difference between MAGA and Republicans. MAGA is the cult that I'm referring to. Republicans can be still in support of Trump, but not like a Trump devoutist cultist. That devout cult, that's that's the difference there. But MAGA, uh, MAGA team, they are just like John Jr. of all people is running on this. It's like, you know, he's actually tiny D DeSantis. Like, why are you so infatuated with a man's genitalia? I know, for someone who slicks his hair back, bro, as tight as it, he looks like, like he looks, looks like the biggest, <laughs> biggest Italian. Like, ah, really, nobody that could, you know, should be talking about anybody else's looks because, you know, that dude's honestly, a nerd, we, yeah. we all have something. Donald you know, Trump Jr. is not a good looking us. guy. And Kimberly Goldfoyle, yeah. like, oh my gosh, dude. She was a beautiful woman. She's another example like of one of these, now. yeah, one of these media spotlight types that you go through so much cosmetic surgery, you take away what God gave you. Uh, and it's not just because I don't like her boyfriend. I think Trump Jr. is a piece of shit. It's like, but, you know, when Trump Jr. wants to go after uh, DeSantis for stuff, it's like, bro, you've got Newsom's sloppy seconds hand-me-downs, and you really want to sit there and posture as if you're better than DeSantis? It's like this whole thing has just gotten so, but that's, that's Twitter. That is Twitter right now. And part of me secretly deep down like loathes it, but the other part of me is kind of like watching an episode of the Kardashians. Like I said, you sit there like, I'm not going to do this. And then when you get done, you're like, oh my God, I feel so dirty for doing that, but I couldn't stop. Yeah, couldn't stop. Alexis in the uh, chat, there's 
nothing wrong with wearing boots. I think the, nah, the controversial no, no. thing about it was that he's they're saying short they're guy. lifted boots. Yeah. yeah. Now they're saying right. This is the other topic of like the massive debate. Yeah. This is why it's so stupid right now. Is and you know Don Jr.'s push like Ron DeSantis is only five eight, not five eleven. <laughs> Look out now, you got him. And then the Santa side, they're like, they're pulling up stats from when he played baseball in college. And it says on the roster, he's 5'11". Refute this. Like, are we, why do you take this bait? Like, why do you take this bait? Let it go. This is MAGA. This is what they do. They are nerds. They are fucking nerds. That's all they're ever going to be. And it's hilarious to me. But the biggest thing is just coming. I get tired of these DeSantis people all the time. It's like, stop taking the fucking bait. Let it go. Honestly, just let I think it they go. Be, they would be better off if they just took that path of just. I, yeah. And I wish yeah. Trump would do that too. Is just yeah. hammer on policy. Yeah. Talk about what you're going to do. That's the important talk thing. About yeah. The administration that's in uh, yeah. in power right now. Mm-hmm. And how to isn't get that funny? Out. Isn't that funny that right now Twitter is all MAGA versus uh, DeSantis when in fact it should be all guns trained on yeah. sinking DeSantis or not DeSantis uh, Biden? It's like <laughs> yeah. Sinking DeSantis. Well, that's what MAGA's trying to do. Those fucking boots. <laughs> get him on the boots. Get some real boots on. Oh my god! Get the shit kickers on. We're going after <laughs> Biden. No, it's just it's so stupid. But the other part yeah. though, to me, it's just like it is. This is like reality television. I can't help myself. I cannot help myself. But nah. It is what it is, but I don't know, man. Yeah. I, but we were having some really good discussions on that. And um, Tim Cool, not Pool, Tim Cool, he's another host that does these things. Uh, very intelligent man. And he was hosting this discussion. I chimed in. I was like, look, man. I was like, if, you know, Team DeSantis probably should do a better job as far as vetting which podcast he's going to come on to where they know the podcast is going to give him a fair shake saying, let's talk policy. Let's talk about the things that matter. I don't give a damn about boots. Do you but, think, though, like... Picking and choosing which podcast you got. If it's a big platform yeah. and reaches a large audience, then mm-hmm. I would say go on it. Because if you can't handle that, then how are you going to handle? Well, here's uh, here's the difference. Foreign though. policy stuff or True. meeting with foreign leaders or True. talking with you know the leader of China yeah. or Kim. Uh, the but th- Kim this is where I'm trying to make Korea. the differential here. Is like going on something like CNN. I 100% agree with go on CNN. The thing that irked me about Trump, though, is Trump talked about how CNN was always fake news, but then you're going and doing these interviews with them and bumping yeah. their ratings. So it's like you, you he has this horrible policy, horrible uh, habit of doing these types of things, saying, you know, oh, they're going to steal the election, but I'm going to sign the CARES Act to send billions more into mail-in ballots. And you said, but they're cheating. So it's like you say one thing, you do another. But for something like this, for something like DeSantis to do this, it's like I feel like there's a difference in going on CNN because ultimately your goal is to try and win over moderate Democrat voters, if you can, because, you know, you want to set your way for the primary for the general election. Granted, I know the 50-meter target's the primary, but get more people to freaking want to uh, switch sides on this one. But, again, my is, thing uh, is, is... I'm sorry, is Rumble not streaming? Uh, let me check. No, it's not. Shit, sorry about that. Try relaunching it. It does that. It, it says it's streaming. It, it'll say it's streaming, and then it stops. It says unable to cut. Okay, now we're streaming on Rumble. Sorry about that, guys. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. I just feel like... I feel like the ultimate goal to go on somebody's show, to go on somebody's podcast, ultimately is trying to win their viewers over to a degree. I mean, you're not going to get them all. You'll get a fringe group or try to change their minds. But if the podcaster, the interviewer, is not asking you questions that would allow you to do so, and instead they're fielding you boot stuff, it's like, what? That's like a waste of time. How long do they spend on it? I don't know. 
I, I would imagine that's, I mean, that's, that's not the only thing they focused on. So I do know that DeSantis people sometimes just like Trump, just like everybody else, they're going to get hung up on something and make it an even bigger issue than what it really is. Yeah. And also it's, it's something for a lot of people to talk about. You know, it's just, it's kind of like the gossiping wives of whatever on gossip wives of Twitter. Someone, we're going to talk about something. Someone's always going to talk about something. But uh, it, it just it, it was a really interesting question, though, because they were like, should DeSantis waste his time on these types of podcasts? And I was kind of like, if the podcaster interviewer, I don't care if he's a leftist, it doesn't matter. If they're a good faith debater, then yes. Or if they're a good faith interviewer, yes. Go out there, go on those shows, spread your message, do that. But if it's going to be like you go on somebody's uh, podcast um, and it's just going to be a massive, like trying there to do a gotcha moment, okay, whatever. He's got almost 5 million subscribers on value on YouTube, mm -hmm. just on YouTube. Well, it seems like he's got a large audience. Yeah. So, and I think over on rumble, he's got, you know, something comparable yeah, to that. Bigger than well. us. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody follows us on rumble. Oh my God. Sorry about that folks. I thought rumble was going, but apparently it wasn't. Um, but anyway, yeah, that that question was posed over there, and I was like, I, yeah, I, I think I haven't watched the interview. A, he's a he's a good guy. I, you know, he'll talk mm -hmm. to anybody. You know, mm -hmm. he, I think he's had uh, RFK on there, and he's mm -hmm. talked to him and yeah. uh, Russell Brand. He's done interviews. Well, with I him. did see the interview he did with Ann Coulter, and yeah. I was not a fan of his for how he handled that. He was kind of like, you sound bitter. And it's like, bro, she just laid out every reason why she's against Trump, and you're gonna come back with she sounds bitter. Like, I did see that part. I was like, that's that's JV, bro. That is JV. He's refute, a Trump fan. Uh, well, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's like, look, it, refute the policies then. Refute the points being made. Don't sit there and play the emotional of, you sound bitter. It's like, I kind of am. Maybe I am. Maybe I feel lied to and betrayed. Yeah, Maybe she's I, entitled to And Coulter. Like her thing was the She was one of the, the first border. people to turn on Trump. Yeah. Which, even at that time, I'm like, dude, what the hell's wrong with her? But she was right. And I'm kind of like, damn. I don't know. I mean, she uh, saw it I coming a lot sooner than a lot of people did. Her thing was uh, was the border, right? Like getting the border remember. completed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was her. I'm not sure if that was the reason that she book turned. Was called Adios America. Mm -hmm. So her thing was, you know, when he was talking about the border, mm -hmm. I think that's why she became a big Trump fan. Mm -hmm. because okay, here's somebody that's talking about they could do oh, okay. it. Okay. Uh, but again, that didn't happen. How do you? Fight the entire United States, Republicans and Democrats, and because Republicans all are just the legacy spineless. media, right? Yeah. 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 So you know, some people wanted it. Most of the people, don't I think, a lot. I think most Americans so do want a border wall. Americans do, yeah. The citizens, but the politicians that are no. running things, mm -mm. who are getting kickbacks from these yeah. drug lords oh, and yeah. sex trafficking yep. and all the other shit that goes on down there. Yep. Yeah, they want to leave it how it is. Well, I saw this article. Uh, I'm going to bring it up here. It says, and this is something that's very concerning to me because the FBI does a very wonderful job at um, alluding to what's going to happen for the reasons of like perpetuating a narrative that's going to drive the people to want something else. What I mean by that is the fear mongering being done by the FBI right now. It's, I feel like it's, it could be setting up Americans to be emotionally conditioned to support another Middle Eastern war. Cause you know, yeah. we've deployed troops in the Middle East. Now mm -hmm. there's like over 800 troops on their way to Israel, or I shouldn't say Israel, excuse me, to the Middle East. I'm not sure exactly where we've got destroyers over there. And it's like, here we go. Like, again, we went from supporting them to Biden wanted to send like a hundred something billion dollars, a hundred something billion dollars. It's like, uh, where do they think all this money is coming from? Oh, we just print it, bro. We just print it. Yeah. The Fed just prints it out. Inflation's through the roof. The value of the dollar continues to drop. I mean, it's not gonna be long before the, the Argentine peso is outpacing the dollar at this point. It's no ridiculous. Kidding. When you have these Ukrainians that are saying there's massive fraud from oh, the yeah. Oh, hundreds yeah. of billions of dollars that's been sent over there. That's not... We've been saying that from the very beginning. 
I think because I think people, most people just don't care until it actually hits their wallet. In theory, it's, it sounds I, great. It's like, yeah, we should support our allies. But look, you know, just like that video of uh, I had somebody, a friend of mine on Twitter post about, you know, why does it the candy reference I was talking about? Why does it? Why does it, it's only candy? It's like, well, number one, somebody bought all that candy. Yeah. Somebody paid for all that money, all that candy out of the goodness of their heart with the intent of distributing it to the masses, to the children primarily. But what happens is you have people in there that are greedy, greedy, greedy. They're going to take it all. And so also what kind of example are you setting for those children? When you go in there and you hoard all that candy, same person, you know, talked about how, uh, you know, maybe they're going through a hard time. It's like, I don't give a damn. Like, I, I don't give a damn. I don't care what you're going through. That does not give you the right. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm having a bad day. I'm just going to steal your car. It's like, oh, my bad. Go ahead and take it. You probably had a bad day. Maybe you lost your job. I don't know. Steal my car. What? Like, come on. This is just stupid. Yeah. The, the enabling behaviors of Americans is just so repulsive and just repugnant. It's like, why are you so weak? I saw a good meme. It was uh, that same uh, picture of the candy bowl. The candy bowl uh -huh. where the one lady's grabbing candy yeah. and the little kids grabbing candy. Uh -huh. And then the uh, bowl says U.S. taxpayers on it. And then Ukraine <laughs> on the lady. And illegal immigration on the girl. Oh, my God. It's the truth. It's like, okay. I, I didn't know. I, I couldn't figure out what language they were um Speaking, what language was that? Did you hear it? Did you hear the uh, actual? I couldn't figure out what language they were speaking. Uh, anybody in the chat? Uh, somebody Spanish? said pig horse. It wasn't Spanish. <laughs> At least I don't think it was Spanish. Didn't sound like Spanish. It sounded like Bulgarian or something. I couldn't be. I couldn't be certain. And then you look at them. It's like I can't tell what they are. What ethnicity they are? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I didn't hear the audio. I just saw them uh, taking advantage of that candy uh, bowl. Really giving it the business. Hold on. I don't know why Rumble wasn't streaming the way it was supposed to. It does that on occasion. It pisses me off. Shut of a bitch. Here we go. Perfect. All right. But yeah, got this article right here. FBI Director Ray warns terror threat to Americans at whole other level amid Hamas-Israel conflict. Hamas also came out and said that they will repeat October 7th. So if you're one of those people that says, I have Palestinian supporting friends, get better friends. <laughs> get better friends. How you could support Palestine at this point is beyond me. When they have clearly, their government has clearly made it known, Hamas has clearly made it known that they will repeat October 7th. Why do you have those friends? Just curious. Just curious on that one. It says Hamas or other terror groups could exploit conflict to carry out attacks. Now, somebody asked me, "Is like, do you think Hamas is trying to come in through that southern border? It doesn't have uh, to be Hamas. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not saying just Hamas in general. I'm saying, but these people say, share religious ideologies with other people. So it doesn't have to be Hamas. It doesn't have to be Hezbollah. It doesn't have to be Tab. It doesn't have to be I. It can be any of them. Any of them. It doesn't matter. The organization's name, it calls itself, doesn't matter because the intent of all organizations are to carry out terror, violence on non-Muslims. Again, I've said this time and time again, do not get this Israel-Palestine uh, dilemma confused with a territorial dispute because it's not. This is religious ideology. This is religious extremism. It's Muslim extremism. Remember how the great, let me be clear, Obama wouldn't call them uh, Islamic terrorists. They were just Terrorists. No, 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 no. Just some people that did something. Uh, some people did something. Um, let me be clear. It wasn't the Japanese that flew planes into the world trade. All right? That wasn't the Irish. It's Muslims. Ah, ah, Islamic terrorists. Can't talk about that. Can't say that because if you do, you're Islamophobic. You should be afraid of these people. 
Look what they do to their own. You should be afraid of them. They're disgusting. They're a shit culture. They're a horrible culture. And I always love it when people try and posture like they're moral superiors. So you think some cultures are better than others? You're absolutely right, I do. Yeah. What are you, stupid? Like you're the types of people that would literally be buried up to your neck in sand with dudes like Arabs like over you, ready to stone you to death. And it's like, oh, well, Islam isn't so bad. At least I'm getting a nice little warm body massage from the ants down here. That's how stupid you people are. Absolutely, there are some cultures that are better than others. It's also proven through expansionism, colonialism that you a lot of, a lot of you people like to call it. <laughs> Colonizer. I'm sorry that your ancestors were little bitches. I apologize. But I mean, sometimes it's just great to be white. We know how to conquer shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. Why do the blacks get to sit there and praise black pride, but we can't white pride? Racist! We've done a pretty damn good job conquering the world. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, folks. We're going to make China pay for it. We're going to make the Chinese pay for it. I saw this hilarious meme yesterday. It was a video. It was played by these two podcasts. I can't remember their name. Is an Asian dude. He's fucking hilarious. And um, it was like a clip from like the 80s or 90s. And it's a game show for kids. And the host goes, uh, this is a term called for somebody that is yellow. What does this mean? And the one white kid goes, Chinese? <laughs> the other, I think the black kid goes, coward. And the other guy's like, no, it's coward. It's not Chinese. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, where did that kid learn that? I mean, that kid probably learned that in school. Let's not even kid ourselves on that one. It was just, oh, it was so good. It was so good. I, you got to be able to laugh at that kind of stuff, man. And you, you got to be able to laugh. But um, FBI Director Christopher Ray that Trump appointed. Horrible, horrible appointment, horrible FBI. On Tuesday warned that the threat of a terror attack against Americans has been raised to a whole nother level. Now, folks, keep that in mind. Also, raising your emotional, your emotions to another level. We got to get you scared. We got to get you riled up. Now, watch this, folks. Uh, John Burke prophecy. I'm going to do a Johnny Carson style. With the, uh, what, what, what is uh, the FBI is going to start the fear. Now, I'm not saying that they're wrong on this. Do the, the open southern border is a threat. But this is what you have to watch for. The FBI is going to stir up your emotions about a potential terrorist attack from Hamas, possibly to the southern border, but nothing is going to be done about the southern border. What they're going to do is utilize the fear-mongering to get you to be more susceptible to agreeing with this idea of foreign, foreign aid support, military support of combating Hamas overseas through, again, the commitment of troops. Biden called for over $100 billion, excuse me, billion, to be sent in foreign aid. It's just we keep more, more money, more money, more money, no accountability, no oversight. So while two things can be true at the same time, watch the administration, the Biden administration will do nothing to secure that southern border. Not to the full extent that it could. And keep in mind, even if they do a 180 today and say we are locking the border down, for the last almost three years, you've had it wide the hell open. Yeah. They're already here, folks. Like, how many millions and millions of illegals do you think is in this country? 20, oh, my God. It, I know when Trump was putting DACA on the table again, we'd already had like 7 million when he was, he was, oh, my God. It's, it's gotten, it's hitting, it's hit ridiculous levels at this point. Ridiculous levels to where it's like, 
They're already here. And if you think it's just Mexicans, you are sadly mistaken. You are sadly mistaken. Uh, yeah. But again, watch for the FBI to sit there and fearmonger this to just try and uh, get uh, voter support to come out more in favor of more troops to Israel, more money to Israel, because that's just what they do. If they make no effort to secure that southern border even more, folks, come on, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. If you see that stuff being shared by the FBI, be like, fair enough, close the southern border. The southern border should be the number one priority of America right now. I have said this repeatedly, and I will continue to preach until I'm blue in the face, because it's going to take another 9-11 attack where we finally wake up, and I've said this before, and those government officials that kept that border open are not going to apologize to the families that lose loved ones in these terrorist attacks on American soil. They will not apologize. They will sit there and they will posture. Oh, we condemn these actions, horrible, but you did nothing to prevent it. That's why the Second Amendment is so crucial and important, folks. You can climb, You can already see the government will not be there to protect you. They don't give a damn about you. They don't care about you. So it's upon you to safeguard you and your family. Great job, U.S. government. You care more about the safety of Israelis and Ukrainians than you do Americans. That's bullshit. That's not the right answer. That is not the right answer. Never has been. It never will be. Americans must come first. Well, John sounds like a nationalist because I am. America does come first. I don't care about these other countries. Not to the extent that I do about America. I do believe that we should support our allies. I do believe that we should set a precedence on the international stage. We should make our appearance known. But I also believe in the, the quote of walk softly and carry a big nuke. Yeah, that's how it goes. Quote John Burke. It's worked in the past, but America continues to interject itself in these, these issues that we have no business getting involved in. And now that we got this war in the Middle East kicking off, and folks, it's war. They have war. Leading to, leading to our next article, the topic of discussion. Um, you got to love this. Iran-backed Houthis declare war on Israel after reported killing of Saudi troops. Yemen has officially declared war on Israel. And the entire world said, shut up, you nerds. <laughs> think nobody takes you seriously. Yemen. You're still here? Yeah, you're still a thing? Haven't you been conquered already? Don't you have like civil war going on right now? Okay. Guy gets up there and he's you know, some fucking little nerd. Little, little Middle Eastern nerd in his little uniform. He looks like something out of the gray the dictator with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. He just looks stupid. He's like declaring war. It's like you and what? But again, this is a proxy war. America is in a proxy war with Iran now. Well done. We're in a proxy war with Russia. We're in a proxy war with China economically. And now we're in a proxy war with Iran. And, you know, here's the thing. We've always been at it with Iran. When we turn one of their generals into Swiss cheese. But, again, that was warranted. Yeah. It was warranted. Oh, more attacks on U.S. bases. More drone attacks now. Very interesting to see the way the battlefield has changed since I was on it. Drones now. It's insane, man. Yeah. It is insane. Oh, and you don't hear them. They just... Grenade drops, detonates, you're dead. It's like, damn, what a way to go. What a way to go. But that's where we're at. That is where we're at. <sighs> Ansar Allah, the Yemeni Shiite jihadist, little Shiite head, uh, terrorist organization known more commonly as the Houthis, took, who, like, who, who thinks this up? Like, seriously, who, they're, they're, they're sitting in a cave somewhere. They're like, okay, bring it in, guys, bring it in. Look, look. We got to think of a name. What, what do we got? Give me some ideas. Ahmed, what do you got? 
Um, I'm going to go with the uh, the Yum and Bombers. Like, nah, two on the nose. Let's get something else. Uh, Akbar, what about you? Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, it's a trap. No, we're not going to go with that one either. Um, well, Hussein, what about you? I uh, like uh, the Houthis. You know what? I think we're going to go with Houthis. It strikes fear and terror into the hearts of, well, nobody really, but we're going to go with that one anyway, because Houthis just it rolls off the tongue like a baklava. Mm. I don't know why I referenced Greek food there on that one. I was getting my middle, uh, my Mediterranean cultures the, mixed up. Hookahs <laughs> and the blowfish. <laughs> I only want to be with you. I only want to detonate with you. <laughs> and that's a show opener right there. If I've ever heard one. Hookahs and the blowfish. Hookahs <laughs> and the blow bombers. Oh my god. Yeah, there you go. A little backup, backup serenades there. That's the best thing ever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who this in the blowfish? You gotta love it. You gotta love it, folks. Oh my god. This is where we're at. This is where we're at, folks. This is where we're at. You gotta love it. Oh my god. Iranian state outlet Mayor News reported that a spokesman for the Houthis formally declared war on the nation of Israel in support of the Sunni genocide, genocidal terrorist organization Hamas. So now you get the Sunnis and the Shias teaming up. They were not friends in Iraq. They hate each other in Iraq. But now, man, they come together. They come together. The Houthis and our Iran-backed terrorist organization that seized control of the capital of Yemen, Sanaz, in 2014, announced that legitimate President Abdu Rabu Mansour Hadi triggered a civil war that remains ongoing, albeit in a ceasefire state at press time. The group's slogan is... <laughs> These unoriginal cave-dwelling monstrosities of men. <laughs> Their group's slogan is Allah Akbar. Death to the United States. Death to Israel. Curse the Jews. Victory for Islam. Did we leave anybody off the list? <laughs> yeah, we still got the Irish. We got the Chinese. Fuck all of them. That's what they do. What about Mexico? Right. They have good tortillas. We keep them. They, they stay. They stay. We don't blow up the Mexicans. They give us drugs. It's ridiculous. Ah, but all these pro-Palestinian people out here in America, bunch of idiots. Idiots. You're stupid. You are stupid. <sighs> Despite Ansar Allah's direct ties to the world's most profit, uh, prolific state sponsor of terrorism, Iran, and its stated goal of destroying America, the administration of leftist President Joe Biden removed the Houthis from the official U.S. government list of foreign terrorist organizations as one of his first acts in office in February of 2021. Now, why would he do that? Because he's getting paid by the Iranians from the billions of dollars that they've sent over to him. This country has been compromised. The formal declaration from the Houthis, <laughs> the Houthis, 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 that they had begun a terror assault targeting Israel followed a, by a report published in Bloomberg revealing that Houthis had also started attacking Saudi Arabia directly again despite the ongoing truce, reportedly killing four Saudi soldiers. The Middle East is a powder keg. Let Israel do what they got to do. They know how to do it. Back the hell out. Get out of there, America. All we're doing is literally just putting bait out there for someone to attack our soldiers and we get drawn into another forever war. We do not need to be at war with Palestine, with Iran, with the who, this, Jordan, Yemen, the rest of We don't need to do this. 
Let them kill each other. They've been doing it for years, generations. It's not our problem. It's not our problem. Protect America and let Israel go to town and stomp that ass because they will. The Jews versus the who this. You got to love it. You got to love it. White House comes out and says they couldn't possibly answer whether terrorists have already crossed over the southern border. Real news article, folks. From Fox News, Peter Ducey pressed John Kirby on the increased terror threat to Americans. The White House said Tuesday it couldn't possibly answer whether terrorists had already... Yes, you can. Whatever, whatever the White House tells you, think the opposite. Whatever Democrats tell you, think the opposite. Yeah. So if they say we couldn't possibly tell you, they're saying we could tell you, we just don't want to tell you because you're not going to like what we have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Folks. It's the same as when they asked uh, the FBI director whether or not there was any FBI agents on January 6th mm-hmm. amongst the MAGA crew. Yep. I, they, I can't answer. answer. I remember that. I remember yeah. that. They Seeing don't that. Like, yeah. as recently, mm-hmm. still don't want to answer. No. Because the yeah, FBI well, is corrupt. Me, yes, there were. The FBI is corrupt. Part of it. They instigated that whole ordeal. Yeah. The FBI was a part of it. But hey, support the boys in blue though, right? Police state. Yeah. Same cops that locked us down. Uh, got here's some good news though. Here's some good news. Um Martial arts competition changes rules after female fighters pull out over safety fears after facing trans grapplers. This is exactly well done, ladies. Well done. That's exactly how you combat this. You withdraw in mass and say, nope, we're not doing this. And follow up. The pro jujitsu league bans trans athletes from competing against women after complaints from female fighters. Thank you very much. Well done. Good job. Good job. To defeat this trans ideology, this trans Marxism, it needs to be destroyed. How do you destroy it? Don't compete with them. Stay away from them. Say, no, you're a cancer. You're trying to invade women's spaces. We don't want you here. You're not a woman. I don't care what these quote-unquote scientist activists have to say about you. You can argue how you feel to your blue in the face. Bunch of fruitcakes putting makeup on their face and think that makes them a woman? How dare you? How dare you disrespect women? It's ridiculous. It's like saying I'm going to glue some feathers to myself. Now I can know I know what it's like to be a chicken. Until I see you pooping out eggs, my man, I don't believe you. It's ridiculous. We believe the integrity of female category in athletics is the most profound importance, NAGA President Kip Collar declared on Monday. Following complaints from biological female competitors having to face trans women in matches, a prominent American Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu League banned male-to-female gender transitioners from competing against women in all matches going forward. Uh, you know why they're probably not saying anything about women-to-male transitioning competing against men? Because they ain't doing it. Yeah. Why aren't you doing it? Because they're weaker. Come on. No, that's sexist, Josh. How dare you? How dare you say sexist that? Sexist but true. Sexist but true as hell. Sorry, women. Sucks to suck. I'm kidding. Women should compete against women. I think that's fair. Or just or have a uh, co-ed team or league. That's not going to work because then you still have the the same thing of a woman facing a man. Yeah, well, mix it up. Figure it out. (laughs) A boy's not going to play on my daughter's soccer team. I agree with this. I agree with this. There needs to be a separation of male and female. Or And you can have an open league. If that ever happened, 
on my in my daughter's league, mm-hmm. I, I would be there at every single game with a poster board, <laughs> making as much noise as possible. Like, get your fruitcake son out of there. Fruitcake. Fruitcake. <laughs> <laughs> your son's so weak, he has to compete against girls. The reflection of the parents, you bunch of bitches. It's true. <laughs> Social media posts this week, North American Grappling Association President Kip Collar announces league. Uh, that his league for the popular martial art will now exclude male to female transgender athletes from competing in female divisions to maintain fairness from fee- for female athletes. Kahlo declared that protecting fa- uh, fairness for female competitors is the league's paramount priority. Uh, the post that was shared to Instagram on Monday, Kahlo announced, due to the legacy effects of being born male through puberty in parallel with the policy of FINA, the world government body for swimming, world rugby, and numerous other global sports organizations, male to female transgender athletes who have gone through male puberty are excluded from competing in the female divisions at NAGA events, which most people that will sound wonderful, but all you've done is incentivize these whack jobs to transition their kids even earlier before they do that. Why? To give them that advantage, I guess, to be able to compete against women if you're a male. I'm telling you, we are off the rails of sanity. This is what you get when you have leftists in charge, immoral degeneracy. It's just disgusting at this point. I just can't imagine as a parent putting my kid through that. They don't care. They think they care. They're disgusting pieces of trash is what they are. They think they care. They're just horrible, horrific people. I mean, because it's clearly child abuse. 100%. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Giving your kid hormone blockers. Yeah. Is going to destroy their lives. Yeah, absolutely. But anything, anything to virtue signal for the people. Why not? We, I mean, we all have to prove how good we are. You know, I kind of feel like a bad guy sometimes. I mean, I am. I am half the time. I'm not going to lie. But it feels good to be open and honest. It's like, how do you feel about Palestine? I hope they blow them off the fucking map. <gasps> you, you're for genocide? What if I am? I don't care. So you think of a damn about them people? You think they care about me? Like, does me caring any other way, does that change anything? No, it doesn't. Israel's still going to nuke them. Nuke them off the face of the planet. I don't care. I don't care. What about the innocent kids? They're not innocent. None of them are innocent. I'm kidding. Of course they are. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Give them five years, that little that little newborn, as soon as his feet hits the ground after being pooped out of that freaking... That woman, he's going to be a little freaking Jew-hating terrorist. Come on now. Stop, tunnels, stop playing. All their tunnel systems are right underneath the hospitals. Mm-hmm. All the places that yeah. sh- women and children would be yeah. are the most vulnerable. I have never seen so much pearl clutching by terrorist sympathizers in my entire life. It's insane. My entire life. But this is what Islam wants. They want world domination. They want a worldwide caliphate. Uh, or they want a worldwide worship of the caliphate. We're going to establish the caliphate and bring in Islam. World. I mean, this is this has been since the dawn of time. Islam, I really feel, is a religion of just bullshit. Bullshit. And if you're Islamic and you get offended, I don't fucking care. At what point do we have to make concessions and say, look, maybe you don't believe in this religion being this way, but the vast majority of your supporters where that religion is practiced at its core fundamental values in the Middle East showcases something entirely different. So if you're saying that your version of Islam is not the same as their version, then create a whole different version of that religion. Just break off. Say, oh, yeah. we're, we're, we're going to be the Pentecostal Islamists. I don't know, something different. Because I'm telling you, when you've got Hamas going on these MSM outlets saying there will be another October 7th, they've literally said this. The interview was there. I watched it on Twitter while I was taking a poop. I kid you not, I'm not lying. Dude goes on there's like, there will be another October 7th. We will kill the Jews, Israelis. We will be martyrs. And then he, he tries, I kid you, he tries going in there and says, look, we killed innocents. It was accident. There was festival there and we had to kill them. It's like, bro, I watched videos of your shitheads walking through the streets of those, those villages and firing indiscriminately at people. Don't tell me it was an accident. 
Don't tell me you just accidentally tripped and murdered 1,400 people. That's not the truth, especially babies, especially babies. And I will say this. I got people in my DMs like, show me one shred of proof they murder babies. Like, it's literally, the reports are everywhere. I mean, literally everywhere. They posted videos. They did post videos. You know, let's say. But they, I love this dude. Let's, like, let's just you're say not they didn't kill any babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the other 1,400 people that were murdered? No, they're okay because they're not babies. That still, yeah. Yeah, so that yeah. makes it better? Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that they went in there and murdered kids. Yep. Is just raped them. Icing yeah. on the cake and then t- took hostages. Yeah. Absolutely, but this These one dude, good people. This one dude, DM, he's like, "How do you even call yourself a man?" I said, "Bro, grab a gun and come make me shut the fuck up." Then do it. Go fucking do it. Come at me, bro. Come at me. I am so sick of these anti semites trying to defend these barbarous actions. It's not true. You believe the propaganda? I've seen the videos on Telegram. This is the age that we live in now. Literally, it's like that movie with De Niro, DiCaprio. Don't look up. It's like there's literally an asteroid, right? Don't look up. Don't look up. There's no asteroids like that. I, I literally see it, right? That's not real. I've never seen it. You should. It's really actually good. really good. It's, it's a very good, um, man, I will say there are some really good uh, directors out there because when you can literally just hold up a mirror to society and say, this is where we're at. Look at yourselves. It's like, damn, that was good. Like that's a skill. When you could show society how stupid they are, whew. I did see that uh, Robert De Niro's movie, Tanked. Which one? Uh, that, it's that one that just came out with him and Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, uh, the Killers of the Sunflower Moon or whatever? Yep, that's it. it didn't, I, I think Native Americans were getting their feathers in a bun over that one, too. It was like something, yeah. something I don't know. They're always bitching about something. Bro, you got reservations. Yeah. You got I free government. But shut up. If it has De Niro, and I'm not going to go see it. Yeah. He's a douchebag. What a nerd. That guy was, he's such a nerd. Well, apparently he was in a... Uh, he was in a legal battle over um, previous employees saying they, they treated him. He treated him like uh, straight garbage. Shocker. <clears throat> not, not surprising whatsoever, but I'm not sure what the whole premise behind the whole lawsuit was. But the headline just briefly read like the Nero shown to be just a horrible employer. And it's like, well, I mean, the guy's an asshole. Yeah, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just by looking at him, he's a douchebag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you got to love immigration. You got to love this article right here. Um. <laughs> I love this. Red light district erupts in New York with an influx of Venezuelan prostitutes. Ah, give me your poor, your weak, your hungry, and your whores. Let's do it. God bless America. Here come the hookers. <laughs> in Venezuelan. Here come the Venezuelan hookers. Right out of the gate, sleeping right next to the Mexican drug lords up in New York, heading from, well, now from Chicago over to uh, St. Louis, Missouri. Bring them on in, boys. The whole new red light district has erupted in New York City with a mass influx of Venezuelan migrant women working as prostitutes. Roosevelt Avenue in Corona neighborhood of Queens is filed for Venezuelan migrants offering sex services in the open air so-called market of sweethearts, reported the Daily Mail. I think we're going to New York for Christmas. What do you think, Josh? (laughs) Oh, my God. Venezuelan pig horse. AKA the seams over there getting mad. AIDS Alley. AIDS Alley. Yep, there you go. Prostitutes have been seen working in the neighborhood during the day and sometimes soliciting children as they leave school. New York Mayor Eric Adams, who previously warned that the migrant crisis would dramatically alter a city, said that the eruption in prostitution just represents yet another example of its impact. Okay, keep it going, Adams. You're you're close. You're 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 right on the cusp of getting it. You're just so close. Just say other cultures are shit. I'm just saying. 
like, can you imagine saying you like you you, you tell your family like, look, I'm leaving, I'm going to America, I'm gonna go seek out my fame and fortune by giving head on the side of a subway in New York for five bucks a blow. God bless capitalism. Uh, you know, I don't think these women obviously want to be doing this. Oh, but it's probably sex trafficking. Mate, no, yeah. no ifs, ands, or buts. This is probably sex trafficking at its core. Yeah. I know we make jokes about it, but on a serious note, these women are probably sex trafficked across the board right. from Venezuela. Come on now. Come on. I'd almost bet on it. No, 100%. 100%. But Eric Adams, this guy, prior to Biden or prior to his election, sanctuary state. You got it. You got you it. Got it. Now you can't even handle it. You can't even handle it. We give you a tenth a tenth of what Texas gets on the daily, and you crumble and you fold. I mean, soliciting children. <laughs> Another cultural norm right there, right? Oh, people don't believe me. Yes. South America, Mexico, places like that? Absolutely. Men having sex with teenage girls, and I'm not talking about 18 or 17, I'm talking about like 12, 13s, 14s. I know 12 is not a teenager, but still. It's ridiculous. Adams told reporters that he has visited the area himself and confirmed that illegal activity has been taking place. <laughs> did you now? Did you, Adam? Did you really go there yourself or did somebody report back to you? Though he said that a majority of the sex workers are Venezuelan women migrants, he did not say if they were prostitutes prior to arrival or if they turned to it as a means of survival. Probably a little bit of both. This is what happens when you create an atmosphere that people can't provide for themselves and have to turn to illegal activities to do so, he said. When I talk to the spiraling impact of how this is going to affect our city, this is what I'm talking about. We are going to create generational problems based on, dude, I love how this guy just flip-flops back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, pick a side, dude. Pick a side. I'm sorry, New York. You elected this moron. Now you get to deal with the bullshit. I, oh, I forgot to tell you. I was talking to my cousin. She lives in Staten Island. Um, called her about two or three nights ago. And we, have, we haven't seen each other in years, and they live up. I love New York. I'm not going to lie. You know, forget Eric Adams and his dumb shit. Uh, I love visiting the city. I want to take Sheila up there to Manhattan, Times Square for, uh, for Christmas. It's beautiful. But I was like, hey, we, we might come up to New York for Christmas. I don't know. We might be doing Colorado. I'm not sure. I was like, I'm not, I don't know where we're going yet. And she goes, well, where are you going to try and get a hotel? I was like, wait, why? She goes, they're, they're all full. Like, they're all full of migrants. Like, we have no hotels right now. I was like, wait, are you serious? She goes, yeah. It's like, John, good luck getting a hotel. You're not going to get one in the city. I was like, no fucking way. She's like, yep. It's, it's that bad. She's like, John, it's turning to a shithole. I was like, I can't take this. Like, turning? I can't. Yeah, fair it's enough. It's a shithole. Yeah, it is. Well, she's in Staten Island. I knew where she grew up. And it was, it's different. It's the city. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't that bad. But she's like, John, it's, it's getting bad. People are moving in. The neighborhood's going to crap. It's like, it's getting really bad. And she's like, the thing is, we can't afford to leave. Yeah. And she's, bro, she sent me the price points on some of the houses up there. What you'd get for about a million dollars is a, a single story, two bedroom house shared with another house in the same space, same lot, uh, roughly 800,000. That's what you're going to get. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And she saw my house and she was just like, I would love to come down there, but you know, I my family's here. dollars for all that. <laughs> it's like $3, $3 for that. No, I was like, come down here. She goes, we can't. I don't have family. You know, my husband's with the Department of Sanitation. He's got 10 years left to can retire. What are we going to do? I was like, I, fair enough. I get it. I get it. It makes sense. It sucks. It sucks. But it's just like, you know, and they've been married for I don't know how long. And these are good, wonderful people. I think she's worked at a bank for so long. They do very well for themselves. 
but they can't even afford to get a nice house. Why would you want to live there? I just don't get it. I, I, I mean, I, I understand. Like, I know when you have 10 years invested, you don't want to start. Oh, I get you that. Know, if it's three years ago, four years ago. Yeah. Great place. Great place to be. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, that I was, was there under Trump's administration. New not York. Trump. I'm talking about freaking uh, who's the other douchebag uh, man just left. Eric Adams replaced him. Uh, uh, de Blasio. Hey, de Blasio. Thank you. That nerd. Oh, he, he didn't make things much better. No, but the city was still, you could walk around. Yeah. You know who stay. the city really thrived under? Giuliani. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, son of a bitch. You know, I'm telling you. I mean, he was crazy, but he got the job done. He did. He did. Good old Rudy boy. Rootin' tootin' pootin' Rudy. History repeats itself. Paris homes tagged with Stars of David. Stars of David were spray-painted on homes in Paris on Tuesday night and what political leaders call a chilling evocation of the 1930s. Folks, if you think anti-Semitism isn't alive and well, you got another thing coming. You've got another thing coming. Some 60 Stars of David were left stenciled on walls in the 14th eridizement of the French capital as the nation as a whole deals with the rise in anti-Semitic incidents. Uh, the move recalled the same markings being delivered on Jewish-owned businesses in Berlin, which were marked with the Star of David during the rise to power of Adolf Hitler and his Nazi party. That's insane. Emmanuel Gregoire, deputy Paris mayor Anne Hidalgo, said the stars would be removed and an investigation launched. Anti-Semitism continues to kill, Mr. Gregory said. We'll never give up the fight. Similar tags appeared over the weekend in suburbs of the city Vanves, Fontex Rose and Uberil, if he reports, probably butcher those names. In fact, I'm sure I butchered those names, but I don't care because I'm not French. Uh, in nearby town of Saint Oe, they were accompanied by inscriptions such as Palestine will overcome. Some want to terrorize French Jews by using methods of the 1930s. They must be quickly found and severely punished. The Union of Jews, Jewish Students of France, posted on X immediately after the attacks began and were apparent. Since the terrorist organization Hamas attacked Israel on October 7th, leading to a war in Gaza, the French Interior Ministry reported nearly 800 anti-Semitic incidents in France alone. On Sunday, the French Minister of Justice, Eric dupont moretti reported more than 400 arrests for anti-Semitic acts. Ooh. And America ain't much better, folks. America ain't much better. The anti-Semitism that I, I've had to unfollow people. I've had to unfollow people that I once considered friends. Your hatred for Jews is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I will tell you this right now. I will just, you quote me on this one. If anybody ever tries to take up arms against the Jews in America, I will gladly support anyone taking up arms against you to include myself. I don't care if you're a Muslim, Jew, Catholic. I don't care. If you try and take up arms against legal Americans here, legal citizens, practicing their beliefs in peace, you are my enemy. I don't give a fuck how big your following is. I don't care if you're a fitness influencer. I don't give a shit who you are. Doesn't matter. Your anti-Semitism will not stand. It will not stand. John, you sound like a Zion. I don't give a fuck what you call me. I will gladly put pieces of shit like you in the ground because you are no different than the Islamic terrorists that are trying to murder Jews right now. You're literally no different. Some of the terms might be different, but you're the exact same. I will stand with American Jews over anti-Semites, actual Nazis, any day of the week. I'm not afraid to admit that. I don't give a fuck. All these, you sound like a Jew, she'll go, fuck off. Suck start a shotgun, I don't give a fuck. 
I would just as soon freaking smack you with a yarmulke. Little fuckers. If I was a rich man. I don't fucking care. And if you force me to choose between the Jews and the Muslims, you're not going to like the outcome of that one. I choose neither because here's the reason why. You're allowed to practice whatever you want in America as long as you do not infringe on the rights of other people. That is the beauty of America. And when you can no longer play by those rules, you should get kicked the fuck out. That's just the way it goes. I don't care if you like that or not. It doesn't matter to me. doesn't matter. <sighs> I love it. I do the DMs I get. You sound like a Jew lover. Yeah, I do. I do like Jewish people. Jew lover. Jew lover. You're not going to shame me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> if you're an anti-Semite that follows me, you're not going to like me. I don't care. Just like a liberal Democrat is not going to like me. I don't care. You're one and the same in my opinion, except you're extremely alt-right. So... And I know that people are talking about, like, the rise of the Groypers on Twitter. You got to understand about Nick Fuentes and the Groypers. Let's just be honest. Let's just come to, let's have a little come to Jesus, a little, little come to Jehovah meeting, okay? Nick Fuentes and the Groypers will never do anything outside of appearing at some political events, holding some signs, and trying to rile the people up. These are basement-dwelling virgins. I would love to see some of these dudes get in some hand-to-hand altercations and get the shit kicked out of them. That's, these are nerds. These are basement-dwelling nerds. But where it starts is the rhetoric. They're going to try and wind people up. They're going to try and wind people up. That's their goal, to win more people over to their side. Because right now, all they have is an ideology. They have no muscle. They've got no means of making this happen. But instead, what do they do? They try and get more people to their side. I see it every day. The Groypers are toothless. All they can do is troll on Twitter. That's all they can do. I love it. Well, they might dox you. Motherfucker, come to my address. Walk down my driveway. See what the fuck happens to you. I'm not scared of these motherfuckers. <laughs> hey, come on, bro. Come on. I'm still waiting to get my first stateside kill. And if it's a groiper, even better. How, uh, just off, how much would it cost to take one of those to a taxidermist? I mean, they're not very big. They're skinny as fuck. They're, they're just tiny. I mean, how would I mount a groiper head on the wall I mean, would I, what would I like put like a hat on it, some glasses, maybe a cigarette hanging on that? I don't know. It, it couldn't cost me that much. How much meat you think's on one of those guys? Not uh, a lot. Not a lot. Maybe not to feed a family of what, one? Not a lot. Feed the chickens. Shot that one about 50 yards. He was sitting there holding up a fucking anti-juice sign. Popped that little fucker right between the eyes. Man, he dropped like a sack of taters. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you people. They don't scare me. Ooh, what'd you have the group? Nick Fuentes is a bitch. This guy's a virgin, too. Do you know that? He's a virgin. He's like 30-something years old. He's never touched the vagina outside of the one he was pushed out of. I still think he was an anal baby, but that's just me. What a nerd. <sighs> Mount the Groypers. That should be a hashtag trending on Twitter. Mount the... <laughs> Fuentes is a bitch. The rest of those Groyper nerds. Oh, my gosh. I'm just watching this video of thousands and thousands of illegal aliens marching towards our country. Oh, my God. Is there another caravan? Yeah. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Another caravan. All men. Did you know that Laura Loomer is a friend of Nick Fuentes? Explain that to me. Yeah, I don't. It's like me and the deer cozying up before, like, taking a little selfie before I hunt his ass. Like, Laura Loomer is such a degenerate. She is such a fucking grifter. That you will literally have friends that hate Jewish, hate you, hate you, and you're friends with them because I, I, I don't know why. 
I don't know why. It's I'm I am baffled. I am verklempt. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm verklempt. I got nothing. I got nothing. Why would you why would you be friends with somebody like that? Is beyond me. Why Candace Owens has friends that are pro-Palestine is beyond me. Be, Palestine is Hamas. Yeah. You can't tell me otherwise. You can't. I have never seen so many people on the right with the likes of Kirk, Owens, the rest of these grifters being pro-pal. Just wow. 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 I'm nuts. It's crazy. I would rather see those guys use their platforms to make aware to everybody <sighs> yeah. that we have a... Well, as long as Candace Owens is getting paid 250 grand a month for the years 2021 and 2020, I think, to be the CEO of Blexit and make half a million dollars... Good job. Fucking grifters. It's all these people are. And they get elevated. They get this following. It's like, dude, you do this for the money. You do that. You don't do this for a cause. You don't, you, there's, it's just, these people make me sick. They make me sick. It's pathetic at this point. Uh, who is Cornell student Patrick Dye accused of violent threats against Jews? Folks, you think this is fake? This stuff is real. The anti-Semitism flowing through America right now is something to be wide-eyed and appalled at, and it should be combated every chance we get. This is disgusting. Cornell University junior Patrick Dye was arrested on a federal complaint Tuesday for allegedly calling for the deaths of Jewish people online and threatening to shoot up an on-campus dining hall. The 21-year-old engineering student hails from Pittsburgh, New York, about 80 miles northwest of the Ithaca campus. His mother told the New York Post that Dye suffers from severe depression and was on the brink of suicide before his arrest. Oh, well, well that, that just explained. Well, let the kid go. Guys, he's only depressed and wanting to shoot Jews. I mean, come on. It's okay. We've all been there. Like, I just don't feel like, you know what? I'm, I, I feel pretty depressed. I'm going to go murder the blacks. It's like, oh, it's okay. He's just depressed, guys. Let him off the hook. What? Let's some steam. I love I love how these parents always come to defend their little failed children. Why don't you just admit it's like, you know what? Oh. Yeah. I raised this shithead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, just, just say it. Just say it. Stop with the, oh, he's a good boy. It's where the whole meme thing of didn't do nothing comes from. Every single black criminal that's a violent predator or whatever, the mom's out there in the parking lot in her bathrobe and curlers in her hair like 3 o'clock in the morning in a pink robe talking to the press like, he's such a good boy. He didn't do nothing. He was going to cure kids. He literally raped three women and murdered a child lady. I don't know what you're talking about. He was not on his way to curing cancer. He probably wasn't going to college. Let's calm the fuck down. Jerome was not a good person, and you're a shit parent. I think that's a fair assessment. <laughs> this is why we're never going to be on Fox. Oh, man. I don't know if Mike Baker still wants to come on the show now at this point. Uh, He's like, uh, bro, the CIA is actually investigating you. I'm probably not coming on that show. A 21-year-old engineering student hails from Pittsburgh, New York. About Okay. In a string of disturbing posts on a Greek life messaging board that was not affiliated with the school, Dai allegedly threatened to shoot up 104 West, a campus dining room hall that serves kosher foods. According to a federal complaint, the cafeteria is next door to the Cornell Jewish Center, which provides housing for Jewish students. 
In another post, Dai allegedly threatened to stab and slit the throat of any Jewish males he sees on campus, to rape and throw off a cliff any Jewish families, and to behead any Jewish babies in front of their parents, court papers papers say. In the same October 29th post, Dai threatened to bring an assault rifle to campus and shoot all you pig Jews. The complaint says that the FBI tracked down Dai through his IP address, and the student admitted to making the disturbing comments under the names Glorious Hamas, Kill Jews, and Sieg Hale. Uh, this is the first time I've seen an Asian Nazi. Uh, who had that on their 2023 bingo card? I didn't. That's that's new. It's exciting stuff. New times we're living in, folks. Very progressive. Very progressive. We're at least mixing the cultures and the rhetoric. It's it's impressive. Like now we have some black Nazis. Like didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> oh my god. Um. The deranged threats come in the midst of heightened hostilities and a spike in anti-Semitism on college campuses across the U.S. spurred by the Israeli-Hamas war. I saw that there was a uh, some Palestinian protesters released live mice in McDonald's to protest the Palestinian invasion of Israel. Um, yeah, that'll do it. That's uh, that's a way to win people over to your cause. It's like you know what? I'm tired of these Jews murdering the Arabs. Release the mice! Release the mice! What what, what, what are you hoping to achieve here? I don't know. This is, this is how stupid Americans are. American youth are some of the dumbest people on the entire planet. You can have a cause that in your mind is, is justified in fighting for, and the means in which you are going to protest and draw attention to said cause are some of the most outlandish, childish, stupid things I've ever seen. Releasing live mice into a McDonald's. Yeah, that'll win them over. Imagine just sitting there eating a cheeseburger. Oh, look, it's Mickey Mouse. You know what? Fuck Israel. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> like, what, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, this doesn't make any sense. These people are stupid. Just stupid. Oh, they painted the rats the color of the Palestinian flag. Oh, that just seals it right there. Yeah, fuck Israel after you that know, one. I yeah. go back to, if it's so great, go. Go back. Go. Yeah. Protect it. Yep. No, but you're in London here and a McDonald's uh, releasing yep. rats. That's just the just dumbest thing there. ever. Bro, the anti-Semitism all over America right now. You know, more people need to start speaking out. More people need to start speaking out. It's getting ridiculous. It is getting ridiculous. I just, yeah. Great, more great news, though. And this is interesting. Where battle lines are being redrawn yet again. Uh, squad members face Democratic primary challenges over Israel stances. Got good old intelligent Cory Bush up there, black grifter extraordinaire. St. Louis County Prosecutor Wesley Bell announced this week he was dropping his months-long bid to unseat one of the country's most outspoken Republican senators, Josh Hawley, instead to launch a primary campaign to oust fellow Democrat Representative Cory Bush. When, explained, when asked to explain a switch, Bell pointed to Bush's criticisms of Israel. Our world is in a dangerous place, and we need to steady. We need steady and effective leadership. I agree on that. Beth told reporters Monday, and we're not getting it in the district. I think we have to stand with our allies, and Israel has always been an ally. Bill added, so, since entering Congress in 21, Bush has publicly spoken out what she describes as the outright massacre in Palestine, and argued that the black and Palestinian struggles for liberations are interconnected. Oh, I'm sure they are. Any chance Bush and her black grifters and their little minority squad of dipshits, any chance they get to try and link their wagon to something they feel is like, even at the slightest, slightest type, interconnected with them, it's like, we're on the same side. You might want to be careful with that. 
you might, number one, you're not oppressed. Number two, you are nowhere near oppressed in your mind as you, you would reference Palestinians if it was actually true. They're getting bombed. You're not. You're not. Now, granted, they're getting bombed for shit they did. What are you doing? Corey Bush is another example of these black women that goes out there that just doesn't understand anything. They're so stupid, and they get voted because their voter base is stupid. Yeah. They're all dumb. How, how could you sit there and turn around and, re, and vote in Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar? How do you reelect AOC when she literally kicks Amazon out of Queens, costs you about 30,000 jobs, and you reelect a moron? I think it was all the refugees that Obama had imported and then placed up in their districts. Would not surprise me. Would not surprise me pretty, one bit. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Uh, they live in yeah. uh, hev- heavily Islamic areas, I think. I'm not shocked. I am not shocked by this. Um, so before setting his sights on Bush, Bell had unseated an incumbent to become a county prosecutor in 2018. Now, five years later, he is joining a growing cadre of people looking to issue primary challenges to liberal Democrats, several of whom are members of the House of Democrats left flank known as the squad who criticized the Israeli government over its policies towards Palestinians. Representative Ilhan Omar and Summer L.E.P. Uh, also drew primary challengers who cite their criticisms of Israel as an issue. George Latimer, the executive of Westchester County, New York, said he is weighing a challenge to Representative Jamal Bowman, another member of the squad, with Israel as a potentially defining issue in the race. It might be that this becomes a proxy argument between the left and the far left, Latimer told the Washington Post. Oh, I'm here for this. I am here for this. Let's let's watch the Democrats fight for a change. It's about time. But over Israel, never saw that coming. Never. But again, this is what this is what the progressives in the DNC are all about. They're all about favoring terrorism. They're all about favoring Hamas and the likes. Look at them painting these terrorists as if they're the victims. Yeah. That's how disgusting these women are. Oh my God! Repeal the nineteenth. Repeal the nineteenth, please, for the love of God. And then again, I know, I know, there's stupid people too. Kitzinger being one of them. I know, I know. But still, I'm just so over it at this point. It's it's ridiculous. But yeah. Uh, huh. And Bowman, Jamal Bowman. I'm sorry. But if you, as you claim, can't differentiate between a push button to open a door and a fire alarm, you probably got no business being in Congress in the first place. Am I right? I'm right. That's Jamal Bowman's play. I didn't know. Really? Literally says fire alarm. And you thought that was mm, fucking this is this is uh, what they do. Like, this is what we they know do. They're lying. Yeah, no, they're lying. It's a bad faith argument. You're looking at me and yeah. you're lying about it. Yeah. We're looking at the video together of you taking the signs off of the door. Yeah. Pulling the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. It says fire alarm on yep. it. That guy should be expelled from Congress. Should be, yeah. You wasted file charges. What file? What would happen to anybody else? Fine. He has to write a, an I'm sorry letter to the Capitol Police. Let's say you went yeah. in there and you pulled the fire alarm. I'd be in jail. Yeah, you'd be in jail. I'd be in jail. This guy knows what he's doing. He 100% knows what he's doing. It's ridiculous. Now watch. If somebody else goes in that Capitol building and does the same thing, see if they give you the same thing, the same, no. the same penalty. There's people just uh, on yeah. January 6th that were just standing in front of the Capitol that mm-hmm. are doing jail time now. Yep. Look at that kid, uh, Owen yep. Schwarrier from mm-hmm. InfoWars, is doing, what, 60 days in jail? I forget what. Yeah, he wasn't even there. He was reporting on it. Yeah. Wait, was he actually there? I thought he was. He was there. Oh, he was there? Oh, okay. But didn't go inside the Capitol. I mean, so, yeah. no, so he wasn't there. He was a reporter. Yeah. Right. 
That's that's the thing that I don't get about you know to to my own defense, my own my own accusations of Trump. It's like where's Trump been for these types? Now look, if you if you stormed the Capitol, you deserved it. Sorry, that was a dumb thing to do. Dumb. But there were some people out there, like Alex Jones, who I don't agree with, but he was even I was like, don't go inside, guys, it's a trap. Yeah. Alex Jones was trying to pull people away, He's like don't go in there, don't take the bait. But those people were still prosecuted. Why? Why? We live there was in a, a difference. State. There was a difference between yeah. There was a difference <laughs> between protesting and then actually infiltrating the Capitol and getting violence. Like, yes, yeah. you should have done that. And the people stealing shit off the desks. Like, what did you think was going to happen with? It's like I was unjustly prosecuted. You literally had your boots on Nancy Pelosi's desk and took her paperweight. Like, I mean, come on, dude. Come on. I can't. I can. I can't, I can't help you that much. You're like, you're an idiot for doing that. But still, those people you're talking about that were unfairly prosecuted. Where's Trump been for them? He'll sling NFTs to fundraise off to all these people that are struggling to make ends meet. But these other people that actually stood up for him went down there to protest legit and legit. I'm not talking about those that broke the law. I'm talking about those that still respected the First Amendment, did not get violent, did protest the right way. Where was Trump for them? Did he help? He helped nobody. I've watched. I've listened. I've read. I've interviewed two or three people on this. Trump was nowhere. That's another reason. I'm sorry. Any mark of a good leader, you don't leave men behind. That's not right. DeSantis sends planes over to Israel, got 300 Americans out right away. Impressive. Like that. Kamala Harris uh, raised funds to pay for fucking these these, these bails for the BLM protests that happened. How do do you think he should help the... Contribute to their legal defense. You got all this money, supposedly. Yeah, I mean, here's the deal of like, if you're the president and you, you clearly call out the idea of like, look... They are illegally prosecuting these innocent people. And you didn't see, here's the other thing. Trump didn't really make a big deal about the J6ers that were alive. He, he didn't. That wasn't something he discussed a lot of. He did, he did tweet out Law and Order a bunch, which is great. I mean, I guess that stopped it. But, you know, I, I think that I, I can't blame January 6th on him. He didn't say to do anything. But at the same time, don't put your fucking gasoline close to a fire. What do you expect is going to happen? And then Pelosi, I folks, I you know, Alex Jones has his theories, he's mine. Pelosi told the Capitol Police to stand the hell down. She did. She did. It's I mean, it's she on pulled the security. It's on the then record. they also denied the actual National Guard to come out there. Yeah. At first, I was like, this was a setup. But that being said, though, the original point of Trump could at least raise money to, to donate to the legal defense because a lot of these people, um, for those that don't know, there was an interview I did a while back for one young lady that uh, her family, I heard in her Twitter space as well, was that her son was prosecuted, has to wear an ankle monitor, cannot leave the house, can't hold a job. So how is he supposed to pay for his legal defense? And when you're going against the government, that ain't cheap. Yeah, It ain't cheap. What are they supposed to do? Where was Trump for that? I, I just, I, that's one of those things that it pisses me off about. I can't, I can't overlook that. You don't leave men behind. You do what you can. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a question I'd like to hear answered from him. Uh, yeah, 100%. Like, I want to know, where have you been? Where have you been on this one? Because these people yeah, deserve you. you get back in the White House, mm-hmm. what are you going to do mm-hmm. for the January 6th? You know, if his team was smart, I'd make that, I'd make that, well, actually, no. It's, it's too late. I'd stay away from it because here's the reason. If he did come out and say, of look, course he's got like 19 or 30 indictments that he's, he's got dealing. 90. He's got 90. He's got 90. He's got over 90 indictments. He's dealing with on his own. Fair enough. But even before those came down the pipeline, this is already a thing. But Trump could have like, say, for example, run on the ticket of, you know, the J6ers. I'm going to pardon. We're going to go in there. We're going to investigate. We're going to uh, go in there and show them to be innocent. The ones that were innocent. Has he said that? No, uh, not to my record. I have not seen him say anything about that. But if he did. It would also be used against them because it'd be like, oh, you're only doing this right now for a re-election bid. So when it actually mattered for him to actually come out and say something like that and do the right thing, he didn't. 
So that's that's my thing. Speaking of bad polling, MAGA loves to quote this when it comes uh, to this. This is Rutgers in 2022. says Trump says he would pardon January 6th rioters if he runs and wins. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so he did say one thing. That was January 30th, 2022. That leaves us all of 2020, so 2021. 2023, Trump says he would pardon large portion of January 6th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so he said. Uh, he, he said it? Okay, yeah. fair enough. But it's like, okay, now help them with their legal defense. Help the innocent people. There should, I mean, like, at least Don Jr. something. You're not doing anything. You just set up a... Yeah, that's true. A legal... Don Jr. Legal has fight. nothing going on. Why not? He's yeah. campaigning for his dad. Go out there and help these people out. Stop making fun of DeSantis for yeah. for a little while. and Go raise some money to help these J6ers. Make yeah, this your cause. You if know, you want that, to be likable, that, that, yeah. do that. Yeah, 100%. I think if they actually started something like that, a cause like that, that could unite the GOP. I think so. That could unite the GOP to a degree. I mean, there's still going to be a lot of infighting. Don't get me wrong. But it's like, look... Start a fund and help these people out. They deserve it. The people, I'm talking about the innocent people, not the people that actually committed acts of violence and broke in. I'm not talking about that. And I don't care what people say. Ashley Babbitt is not a martyr. You broke through. I'm not going to get into that. We'll, we'll I'll debate that one all day. Um, speaking of polling, Carrie Lake's not doing so good. Carrie Lake suffers polling blow in Arizona State race. Um, Carrie Lake trails Democratic Representative Ruben Gallego by 4% percentage points according to a recent poll placing the two candidates in a hypothetical three-way Arizona Senate race that also includes independent Senator Kristen Cinema. I have not seen her announcing a real I thought she wasn't running again. Kristen Cinema? Yeah, I thought she said this is her last one. I don't know. Not as a Democrat, I imagine. Well no, she already switched independent. Yeah. Uh Lake, who lost Arizona's last gubernatorial race to Democrat Katie Hobbs by just over seventeen thousand votes and later contested her defeat, officially declared she was running for US Senate in uh October tenth of twenty twenty four. She expected to face Gallego. So that's the other thing of saying uh, Lake is not going to be Trump's VP pick because if she's going to run, she knows it's yeah. not. So that leaves Christy Noam, potentially Nikki Haley. Uh, you know, I don't know because did anybody think Pence in 2016? Pence was a nobody. A nobody. Like, nobody really knew about Pence. Yeah. But I, I so think I right know. now at the height of popularity, you're going to have to pick a candidate that people just really can get behind and make your, give yourself a strong ticket to go against Biden if Trump is the primary nominee. I don't know. Because I'm, I'm telling you, folks, it ain't Biden. It's going to be Newsom. Newsom. Newsom's going to China. He's, he's getting on that international Dude, stage. He's kissing, this- sh- kissing hands, shaking babies. This guy is trying to make his presence known. There's a reason the, there is a reason the Biden administration allowed him to go over there. Endorsed it. All these emails that are coming out about Biden, all yeah. this money laundering shit. Nothing's happening. Nothing's this guy, happening. No, he, this guy's fucked. Biden? Yeah. No, I don't think they're doing anything. Uh, the, here's a check, Joseph R. Biden. I saw 40, that, 250, 000. yeah. It, it, this one's 40,000. This oh, 40, is another one. Oh, okay. From, uh, what is it, sister-in-law or something? So, th- th- there's just no hiding it. I don't think, no, there's, but the, the Justice Department doesn't care. That's the problem. We have a we have a very crippled government right now. The polling was conducted October 25th by the Partisan National Republican Senatorial Committee, the NRSC, and presented at a closed-door meeting on Tuesday. The poll shows Gallego leading with 41% of the vote, followed by Lake, 37%, and Cinema with 17%. And again, Cinema, I don't think she's announced a re-election bid. Those numbers could drastically change, but we'll see. A source familiar with the meeting said the NRSC chair, Steve Daines, told his fellow GOP members that Cinema was pulling votes from Lake despite the Arizona senator having been a Democrat before switching the independent last year. Daines said the polls show cinema is splitting the R vote, not the D vote. Punchbowl News reporter Andrew DeSerdio wrote on X. 
formerly known as Twitter. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham stood up during the meeting and said that Lake is going to be the GOP nominee in Arizona. So Republicans need to help our campaign, DeSerdario added in a subsequent post. According to the NRSC, the poll had a margin of error of 4.4%, which means Gallego and Lake could find themselves in a statistical tie. We're going to watch to see how that one develops. It'll be very interesting to see in the direction the GOP goes. And last, most certainly not least, hey, man, inequality? How can we fix this? Well, the, uh, the Chicago new mayor, Brandon Johnson, calls on the city to give back or give black residents fewer parking tickets for racial equality. Hey, that's going to fix it right there. Good thinking, man. We're going to continue dividing the nation over things that just don't fucking matter because why? Why are we going to do this? Because you know why. Black people are oppressed from, oh, let me check the uh, check my notes, uh, parking tickets. Now it's parking tickets. So you're being targeted because you're black for parking in a handicap zone. Because, not because you're not handicapped, just because you're black. Really? We're going to fix racial tensions by concentrating on the color of your skin when cutting parking tickets. There you go. There you go. Right? That's what, he, that's what they're saying. <sighs> the city has established a racial equity office, which, but why? It's only for the blacks, though. Only the blacks get this. No other race. I mean, I'm sure they say it's for minorities, but it's going to be predominantly black. Let's not even kid ourselves at this point. The city has established a racial equality office, which pushes the idea that urgency is white. <laughs> the idea that urgency is white supremacist and has made its city police give fewer parking tickets to black residents. I'm sorry. You call that inequality. I call that black privilege and black favoritism, which is rooted in racism. This is how stupid America is, right? This is how stupid Democrats are. You want preferential treatment now. Chicago has a long history of racial disparities and social inequities. That doesn't give you the right to suddenly be racist in contemporary times. Just because there's a racial history does not mean... Hasn't the city been run by black people? 100%. Lori Lightfoot, that's who we replaced. Exactly. This seems to be your problem. Uh, Chicago's long history of racial disparities and social inequities, inequities, especially on the South and West sides, a longtime resident of Chicago's West side. I see the devastating impact systematic inequality can have on a neighborhood and its residents. Chicago mayor Brandon Johnson said in the order to achieve racial equity, Johnson said, we must acknowledge the injustices of the past and consistently include those who are most impacted by inequality, inequality in our policy and decision-making, not just when it's easy to, or convenient. I, I can't even finish reading this crap. I can't even finish reading this tripe. Keep- These idiots keep getting elected on the grounds of inequality. We're going to blah, 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 blah. And they turn around and they do nothing to actually help you. Nothing. You notice they keep throwing out the word equity? Yeah. That's their new buzzword. Yeah, equity and inequality. Ra- racial equity. Let me ask you this. Wouldn't what is it about your race that builds fair, equity in anything? Yeah, wouldn't it be more fair to give the equal number of tickets to just people breaking the law? Are people but, yeah. that deserve a parking ticket? But now you're going by a statistical quota based upon race, which is in and of itself racist. It's like, this is how stupid this argument's become. This is why I think black Democrats, some of the most racist people I've ever seen in my entire fucking life, ever. And white liberals don't dare say anything because if they do, they're afraid of the black finger of judgment being pointed at them saying, you're a racist. I, I got news for you. This is one cracker that is not afraid to call you bullshit black liberals the most racist motherfuckers I've ever seen in my entire life. My entire life. Yeah, I'd say more. it's more the politicians. Oh, 100%. But just like they, those those politicians, though, just like him, Lori Lightfoot, the predominant voters in that city are putting these guys in. If you go look at the statistical breakdown of racial races in Chicago, I'd be very interested to see where blacks poll on that. I'd be very interested to see. 
because I cannot for the life of me see myself as a white Democrat. Well, actually, you know what? I take that back. If I'm a white Democrat, I'm probably stupid already. So I'd probably fall for some bullshit this dude's going to push. I, I, yeah, fair enough. Stupid, fair enough. blue hair. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple face piercings. Oh, it's ridiculous. Or how about you just punish criminals in general? Isn't that your job? Isn't, it, isn't that the police's job? Criminals in general? Yeah. I don't know. I'm crazy like that, folks. I, I don't know. I'm trying to sit there and think according to common fucking sense. Who knows? Well, hey, folks, we appreciate you being here today. Glad you tuned in for the American Savage Show. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 12 p.m. CST on Kick Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube, and Twitter. Are we streaming on YouTube? Did they let us back on? Uh, I haven't even tried. I'm probably still. I think we got a suspension over there for something I talked about. Probably COVID. Who knows? They'll take my YouTube channel again, probably. But anyway, hey, check out ShellshockCBD.com starting, I think, tomorrow. For this month, we're going to have a $1,000 giveaway. $1,000 worth of free products giveaway to one lucky winner for Black Friday. So, what does that mean? What does that mean? You have to sign up to the email, and we're going to let our our, uh, our users know. I'll have that hopefully for you by tomorrow. $1,000 on top of Black Friday sales. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Great month. It's going to be a gay old time. Anyway. Make sure you check us out. If you could, go leave us a review over on iTunes. That helps us out so much. Hit that follow button on Rumble. We love you. We appreciate you. I think I'm a man. You guys have a great day. And as always, stop parking in the black spots in Chicago, man. They're getting pissed. <laughs> on both my knees.